All right, uh, a lot of things on the go, but uh, one of the big things is uh, the situation out in Ukraine and how South Africans who are out there studying have been uh, stranded. Uh, and we've been hearing a lot from the students. In fact, one joins us on the line now, medical student Maud Masangu, who has been in the Ukraine for about five years now. Maud, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Maud, what is going on? Where are you and how are you feeling? I'm in Ukraine. I'm in Sumi, Ukraine. I'm scared, worried, stressed. There's a lot going on right now. And I understand, of course, that a lot of uh, South Africans are trying to hop into countries like Poland and Romania. I think it is. Are you also trying to do the same? I would if I could, but unfortunately here in Sumi, it's just not possible. Why is that, Maud? Um, it's because the city that I'm in, it's kind of a border city. So it's kind of surrounded by Russian army mm. on like all sides. Wow. So the train station isn't running. There's no buses. It's just not possible where I am. And just from your observation, and I know there are curfews and, and all of that, so you're not always about on the road. But when you talk about the Russian military sort of surrounding that area, what does that feel and look like? It feels like it feels overwhelming because there the place is completely different. It was like we woke up one day and everything had completely changed mm. because suddenly the streets are empty. There's nobody around Whew. and there's strange marks on the ground. Things that were there are suddenly burnt down, you know, right. It's mm. completely different. More, this is Owen speaking. I wanted to find out from you. You've been in Ukraine now for five years. Why did you choose yeah. that country? And was there, and was there any fear that uh, this could happen, that the war could break out? I genuinely didn't think war would happen mm. at all. I legitimately thought that maybe it was just a bluff. Or it would be like it was in 2014. Having us like my seniors and people that are older than me that had been here like in 2014 when everything mm. had happened. Mm. And people that chose to come back or chose to stay even during that period. Mm. This is not the same as it was in 2014. This is so much more because in 2014 people described like completely different experiences and that they were still able to go to school and everything like that. Mm. So... I thought maybe if anything did happen, it would be something small and yeah. everything would kind of stay the same. Mm. I generally didn't think all of this would happen. So That's more, the only reason I'm still here. Yeah. So, more as you say, you can't get out. So, were you staying in, in sort of private accommodation? Were you staying on a university-type campus? And, and who are you in touch with? Is there anyone you're in touch with and... and are you helping each other out, other fellow students, maybe people from the university? Um, I'm staying at one of the university hostels. Mm -hmm. um, the school has actually been really helpful um, in the sense that they're inviting everybody to come and stay at the university hostels just so that they have, you know, somewhere that's close that they can stay in. Mm -hmm. And also the school hostels have... Um, bomb shelters very close by so ah. it's a lot easier to like 
enter and exit than like some places like private accommodation and everything like that. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. And, and you've been there for five years. How many more years did you still have to go before you completed your studies? And were you hoping to work that side or maybe come back um, to South Africa? I have about a year and a half. Hmm. Um, in my fifth year, I just started my fifth year, so oh, about a year and a half there. Um, yeah, I was hoping to come home. I was mm. hoping to come home. Yeah, I think um, I think mm-hmm. uh, I think we need you here. <laughs> I think we need you here, Maud. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I mean, thanks for for speaking to us. Just kind of you know reaching out and sharing your situation out there and um i mean we wish you well i do know that there's a whole discussion with the embassy i mean uh, well the ambassador sorry um uh, yeah. In, yeah in ukraine uh andre Kronovald, is there has there been any contact between you and him or anyone else who's directly in, in contact with him yes um there's been plenty of contact with him um he gave us all his personal number he's yeah. been very open throughout this period and Great. like explaining things to us there's plenty of embassy representatives that we're actually in contact with in other organizations hmm. um south african ones and other um african individuals like we've all sort of gotten together just to try and find a way out of sumi at least um because in sumi this it's not it's not like other cities where it's kind of a one man for himself trying to find mm. the way to a train station because we're all stuck here true and you're surrounded as you put by the russian army and who knows what they might do next um we just wait and 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 hope nothing bad all right um maud thank you for speaking to us as time goes on we'll i guess uh, reach back to you and just find out uh, how things are there and all the best all right all right man please stay safe yeah Mm. i'll do my best there's a south african maud matlang who she's stuck there and saw me there in ukraine that area is surrounded by Russian army, so movement is limited. Listen, I am. The, she is so calm. I would be a hot mess. I think. No, that that's a fair point. I mean, I, if, I if, would be a hot mess if you were stuck in the same situation. You know, put yourself in their shoes. Mm. How how would you feel right now? Mm. What what would you be doing? Would you be losing your mind? So would you scary. be regretting? So scary. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? You can send us your voice notes at seven twenty.